if you've ever listened to a podcast or read one of my books and thought, I wish I knew if that was the right thing for my body, or how could I make that work with my schedule and responsibilities, I've got something for you. A new workbook by me coming out late spring. My Perfect Movement Plan, the Move Your DNA all-day workbook, is for your specific situation because you are going to finish writing it. When you're finished, you will have a guide to a personalized movement diet that nourishes your body in the ways that you need it to. My Perfect Movement Plan is available for pre-order now, and if you pre-order from the publisher, there's a bonus, a free ticket to an upcoming online workshop, Spot the Missing Micronutrients. It's a 90-minute class where you'll learn about five often missing movement micronutrients, and these are subtle movements of the body. In this case, we'll be looking in the shoulders and the hips and the feet that are often tied to pain or injury in those areas. In this workshop, I'll also show you how to supplement with exercise vitamins. I'm putting air quotes around vitamins and how to adjust your regular movement so exercise supplementation isn't as necessary. Pre-order now at mpmpbook.com. That's my perfect movement plan, mpmpbook.com. And you'll automatically receive a bonus class ticket. But wait, there's more. Um, I'm going to be drawing three names from these pre-orders and these peeps are going to get a small group session with me to go over your perfect movement plan. So you can ask me questions and we'll brainstorm your specific situation on a Zoom call together. I cannot wait. So head over to mpmpbook.com for all the details on the book and the bonuses. Read through the frequently asked questions, order the book, get the class, and then get moving. I'm so excited to share this workbook. It's the missing puzzle piece you've been waiting for, and it's so very actionable. This is Katie B, and you are about to listen to an early episode of my podcast. Now the show is called The Move Your DNA Podcast, and you can find all episode transcripts and the show notes to this episode at nutritiousmovement.com slash podcast. Enjoy. You're listening to Katie Says, the podcast that helps you become aligned and well. Join us for conversations with Katie Bowman, biomechanist, creator, and director of the Restorative Exercise Institute, author, teacher, blogger, mother, and total body nerd. Understand the mechanical causes of modern ailments, learn how to fix them, and restore yourself to a more functional state of natural human movement. We hope you find the general information on biomechanics, movement, and alignment informative and helpful, but it is not intended to replace medical advice and shouldn't be used as such. And now, your host, Danny Hammett. Hey there, it's Danny and Katie, and today, Katie's going to be telling us all about her latest and fourth book, Whole Body Barefoot which I'm pretty sure is a book that the whole world's been waiting for, even if the whole world doesn't realize it yet. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll know soon enough, trust me. So this show, we're going to discuss who the book is for, why you wrote it, Katie, and, and how it's kind of laid out, because that was like one of my favorite parts, is just how it's set up for the reader. And then hopefully you'll share a nice foot exercise from the book with us. I can do that. Awesome. And we'll talk about why... 
This book matters to the whole body and how how you should use it. Whole Body Barefoot just came out. Is it out out? Like I have a copy. You have an advanced copy. Yeah, but I, I also have the copy that I bought when you did. You have a, you have a pre-sale copy. So, pre-sale, okay. Yeah, the, actual, the actual publication date is April 1st. So I don't know when this show will actually go up. It might actually be just as the show is coming out. And that means that's when you'll find it in, like Amazon will be shipping it. It'll be in your local bookstore. We just uh, I just got a note from the distributor. They sent out copies to almost every single Barnes and Noble op, uh, ordered a few copies. So that's a huge. So wow. it, you know, yeah, it's awesome. Wow. Yeah, it's really great. So April 1st. That's good to know. It's, I think your best book, you just keep getting better and better, which is, oh, thank <laughs> you. but that's good. That's what you want to do. So it's typical Katie Bowman funny, just full of practical knowledge. My favorite part it is concise. This little sucker is 137 pages. Yeah. And that's including like the appendix and the resources. The resource section is out of this world. But do, you didn't start out to write a book book. No, I mean, I had already wrote, I had already written a book on feet and shoes. And then I wrote Move Your DNA. And then I alluded to this original foot book and move your DNA and then added all these kind of other, these other ideas that weren't in everyone's guide to foot pain relief, like really about texture and about, um, varied terrain, you know, instead of just saying natural terrain, like I just kind of put it into a broad category in my first book, I kind of teased it out a little bit in move your DNA, but I sat down to write just an ebook. It was really just going to be like a 50 page book on, on really answering a lot of the questions that I had received since the footbook came out in 2011. So that's been four years. So there was just maybe 20 frequently asked questions that I just was answering over and over and over again. And I thought I can, I can write this little supplement book. So I thought about it as really a bonus chapter to move your DNA. When I sat down to write it, a little ebook that I would just, you know, put out on my website or something. But as I wrote it, I realized like, well, I can add this because I'm always holding back information. Like I'm trying to write a book that doesn't overwhelm everybody because you're always getting like 2% of the full picture. And that's even in presenting big picture ideas. It's like you're leaving off. I'm leaving, choosing to leave off different details, different points because the book can't be endlessly long. There are lots of, you know, rules with publication and 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 cost, you know, like, do you really want to buy a $75 book on feet? No. And Mm. and, so anyway, it turned into about 130 or 40 pages. And I added lots of different things. Like I I added things like toe walking and kids in that latest research and W sitting and turnout, you know, we talk real general about get your feet pointing straight ahead, but where, why are your feet the way that they are now that there, it's more than just one way your turnout can be created. So I just went into a lot more detail. It's certainly my most, it's my most detailed book. I want to say technical, but it's still in, you know, my style, which is I'm writing for the layman person interested in detail. I think it's very accessible, very, very accessible. Thank you. But still there's a lot of information. There's a lot of detail there. Um, and so I, I too think it's my best book. Isn't that weird? Well, I mean, that's good. You, you really, you did put yourself into it, but it is, it is concise. Yeah. And 
I don't know. It's it's just easy to digest and and it's exercise based. So I think like a lot of times I'm writing, I'm writing large theory pieces. Like they're huge. There's a lot of there's a lot of the argument being presented, and it's just very wordy. But in the end. There are some people who like that, but there are other people like, that's great. Just give me the exercises. So I said, okay, I can start writing like these smaller exercise manuals that have a lot of detail about why, that enough detail that help you understand the rationale of the exercise and how to select which exercises for you. And then just a ton of exercises. So while the book is only, what's the page count? 137, I, right 137, I think. 137 of... Yeah, so it's 137 pages, and that's actually, we just realized that the reference section was left off of this first print, so you can download the reference section. That's another, I think, 10 pages, and it'll be in the next Oh, print. yeah, there's just the index and the, the, the appendix. It was just left so, out. Yeah. We just accidentally left it out of the file that went to the printers, so it was, <laughs> it's a printing snafu. It's not the worst one right. that's ever no. happened, and yes, but anyway, there's... Well, you have a good track record of backing your stuff up. Well, up and I have the, re- like, the reference section is there. It wasn't inserted, but whatever. In the end, it's, you know, less paper and it makes for less shipping. Mm-hmm. But but now we'll have fixed it. But anyway, my point was in 135 pages of written material, there are over 20 exercises. Yeah. So that's a lot. It just shows you that the ratio of the book is... Uh, do this as opposed to learn this, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how how it is set up. It's set up in kind of like well, two main sections. One's titled "Think," you know, where you kind of just explain a lot, and then move, and then the program, which is all the pictures, all great pictures, demoing and, and explaining the exercises, and then eighteen pages of resources, which is you know everybody's always bugging you. What about this shoe? What about that shoe? You really provided us with a huge chunk of shopping material for healthy footwear. Well, I wanted I wanted it to be a guide. And the biggest feedback back from the last book was, you know, okay, there's 40, uh, actually in Move Your DNA, I think there's there's like over 80 exercises. When you read through it, you know, some, they're not all pictured, but there's lots of do this in your tech, in text, you know, do this and do this and do this. Is that people are like, okay, when I'm done reading the book, there's no concise recap of can I can I just look at these 10 pages and just do one exercise after another and so I was like well I can I can start doing that for you so and I had done that in the first foot book where there was the program at the mm-hmm. end that was just the exercises to do so I did that again this time which I think makes it a lot more user friendly I'm just trying to make it more I'm trying to make the information more usable so there's that and then yes the appendix there it's like kind of a shopping guide almost mm-hmm. it has all the here's like mobilizing products and websites and then here's like do-it-yourself minimal shoe websites and organized and then even a, a how to um and when to buy shoes like how to prep your body to know you're getting the right size like just those little things that i hope make it super usable it you succeeded because it is. It's Thank just, you. yep, I've, I've already, um, I'm loaning out my copy and because I already read it, it's great. So I just, and I'm going to buy one for our local library too, because they need to have it as well. I'll, I'll donate one to your local library. Oh you my gosh. That information, I'll donate one. Billings Parmley Library will thank you. So when you wrote the first foot book and you said it was 2011? Which, it came gosh. out in 2011, wow, so it seems, I wrote it in 2010. Seems so long ago. Um, yeah. 
you didn't want to make it specifically for women, right? But I think you had to kind of, or well, that's the, how it I worked pub- out. The, yeah, I mean, I originally just writing a book on feet and shoes, but the publisher, you know, they're always looking for a niche audience, and they're mm-hmm. like, why don't you write it towards women, you know? And so I was like, okay, I can, I can do that, you know, because women, there is more research on women and foot pain because women take tend to make poorer footwear choices you know, for longer periods of their life. So it was fine. I write in the beginning of the book of the first foot book, it says, you know, this is called every woman's foot guide uh, or every woman's guide to foot pain relief, but it's really for everyone and why I targeted it. But that turned out to be, I mean, it was a fine decision because there are so many people women with foot pain who aren't looking for a minimal footwear book. They're looking for a how to solve my foot pain book. Mm-hmm. So it's, yes, the, a lot of the solution was you need to transition out of these shoes and strengthen your feet or whatnot. But this is really a book on a whole different topic. This is a, this is a, a this new book is a foot book that I specifically made for all genders, all ages, right? It's, I even put dirt on, like, dirt on the front. You know, it's like there's no white, there's no high <laughs> heels on this book. It's dirt, it's trees, it's nature, because it really is about, again, natural lows, natural movement of the foot. And so it has a different, a different audience. But I would say that a lot of people who read the foot, who read the first foot book will find even more correctives in this other book. So Yeah. And and just the title in itself with Whole Body Barefoot, you mentioned that, you know, transitioning is about bringing all the parts to the party. So it's not just about your feet. It's like, it's not a foot issue. It's a whole body issue. So this is like a gateway book. Anybody that gets this that hasn't (laughs) been exposed to your your other stuff, um, I'm sure they'll be checking out or buying the books that you've written previous to this. Well, that's the beautiful thing about writing books is, yeah, you I mean, most people who've come to Katie says, or at least the Institute have come because of a specific issue. They came because of a pelvic floor issue, because of a, a low back issue, a foot issue or a knee issue. They weren't automatically those people who are just into natural movement, although there are those too. So these little books are great because it just gives you a solution um, but it also kind of broadens your understanding of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even, as you said, hairy toes demonstrating some of the exercises. Yes, we cast it. We had to we had to go through all sorts of people looking for the hairiest, best feet and legs to feature yes. in this book. Well, I just have to let you know I have little hobbit toes too that are pretty hairy. So it's you not, should have submitted. You did, I didn't get. I didn't oh, get your headshot or your foot shot. You know, my plate is full. I'm I'm cool without <laughs> doing that. The, the the gentlemen that are featured in this book did a great job of demonstrating the exercises, and some of the toes are hairier than others. Yeah. So this book is just for everybody, which is great. It's simple, and what I like about it is that it asks the reader to take responsibility just by the two sections are titled think and move. And those can't be done for a person. They have to do it for themselves. But you ask that of them in the book, but then you give them the tools to do that. I just, I love it. Am I geeking out too much about the book? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I don't think so. One of the things that I think really gave me pause, and you've said this before, but I just, can I read a quote from the book that I really liked? Yes. Should I pretend like I've never heard it before? <laughs> yes. Who wrote that? That's brilliant. Okay. okay. Yes. Act, act surprised and go, wow, I'm good. Okay. 
you're talking about you're starting to refer to natural surfaces and you say by walking on such artificial surfaces all of our lives our amazing strong variable musculature has adapted becoming very good at walking on one kind of ground that sounds great right adaptation is a good thing in fact adaptation isn't good or bad adaptation is just adaptation you've talked about that before and that really makes you think about it's not an improvement it's just changing to fit whatever's happening to the body all the time or said another way improvement d- depends on the scale at which you are assessing if something is an improvement or not what is a short term improvement might not be a long term improvement right. so and- you can't i mean good or bad you can say good or bad but then you have to give the the timeline that goes with that Right. And that lets me, I'm going to finish the rest of the quote now because you just, you just, it's good. Are you going to read a quote or you going to read a chapter? You you think alike, you think alike like you. That's good. (laughs) And then you go on to say, we have this idea that the body can endlessly adapt to whatever we choose to do, but that's not the case. We can adapt for a while, but there is always a biological tax. Great phrase, biological tax. And in many cases, this tax is so far removed from the initial point of compensation, we don't even associate the two, which keeps us consuming the problematic load. Ah, I mean, Jesus, even if you just publish that. I should. With I should a cover. that the book. Yeah, that should have been Just the book. that with a cover. And, you know, that's a head slap where it's like, what? But then think I could release, if I did that, I could release like 750 I books a year. I know, but then you'd need to take more retreats. So um, slow down, girl. You move too fast. I just, I think that that's so much food for thought and ties in the personal responsibility, the fact that even just by putting on your shoes, putting on different shoes, you can change the way, the trajectory of your health. Sure. And we talked about that in the, you know, the hurdles show, the solution show about people say, well, I don't have time for this and I don't have time for that. But it's like you just said, even putting on different shoes can start to change how you feel and how how your body works. And I just think that's a great solution for anybody. That's all you have to do is just think about your footwear. Certainly a good place to start. It is because you should always start with your feet, right? Are you reading the book right now? I hear the pages turning. No, I was just kind of, you know, some, of, like, my, some of my little quotes that I had really just, liked. <laughs> just stand by while I read this book. Yes. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Yes. Would somebody bring me a cup of tea, please? Thank you. Well, and I was really excited, too. I just want to give Jill Miller of Yoga Tune-Up a little shout out because Yay! she, did you see her two exercises on page 90 and 91? Yay! They are my favorite. Um, it's part of it. It's in the turnout section. You know, there's there's different types of foot turnout. There's, well, you can read about them in the book, but she gave some really cool uh, mobilizing exercises you can do with you know, a yoga tune-up or a tennis ball. So I was just mm-hmm. wanted to say, I love you, Jill, because, yeah. and her pictures were so great. Like the book is, you know, I'm a very casual person, as everyone knows. And I just like, I like the, I like the pictures in this book. I like the pictures in the first book too, but you know, there's these kind of cool dudes and it's just pictures of, you know, different foot exercises of how to trace and measure your foot and, and see if your rotation is changing the size of your foot and then there's jill with her fashions the new black tank top and her dog like walking over in the <laughs> yeah pictures. that was great it's just like you know being well is happy making it like is it, it is it's happy, happy making, making. Yes. and so i just 
They think that a book doesn't have to be staunch, the right word. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be stuffy. It's, yeah. It doesn't you have know? To be, yeah. I just like that. I mean, I, that, I like that. And, you know, I get, I'll get flack for that sometimes, you know, just you're, you're too casual or whatever. And, and even normalizing for the fact that I'm from California, it's like, it's because I think that, I think that perfection of that type is, you know, a facade and, and, and being silly is okay. And being happy and funny is, is okay. And as part of what makes doing seven, 17 minutes of foot exercise is that much more enjoyable. Right. I can't imagine you, you being stayed or stuffy. It's, um, and no. I think, I think that your personality helps people's barriers come down so that they're more open, open to learning. Really. I mean, yeah. if somebody's having problems following what's being written or talked about there, all these walls go up and then they're not getting it. But, you know, and they've got their own insecurities or whatever, but you, you, you're hilarious. And actually, I think I have Jill's book and her pictures. I mean, I, I opened right to some of her funny pictures when I first got the book. And I was like, oh, this gal, she's a hoot, too. Yeah, she's funny. But I think that's why leaving the reference section that I was bummed about that, because that's how I can balance, you know, my explanation of schmear, you know, Mm -hmm. which is the effect of pronation on the whole body is done with peanut butter and jelly pictures, right? Like, but so the reference section is a nice way to balance my silliness. So, so we added stickers. It said, go download the reference section here just to, just to balance out. I mean, I feel better about my silliness if it's, you know, all official. (laughs) Yeah. But we believe it. And the artwork was great. I actually loved the peanut butter and jelly. I think it was just peanut butter. Um, but it's Jillian, Jillian, great artwork. Yeah. from her that Jillian is amazing you should give a nod to Jillian I for think some amazing fixtures I think we just did it's she's yeah they were great the artwork was great and that's that brings me to Shmir I mean people reading this book are going to learn about stuff that is really important to their whole body health but that they probably never thought about like neutral femurs you know what <laughs> what what, what? Mm-hmm. and and Shmir which is not it's your term, baby. You coined it, right? Ankle schmear. Yep. Ankle schmear. And I got, um, you know, I got some good feedback. I had some good reviews. Like I had um, a lot of different health professionals, podiatrists, um, athletic trainers do a review of this book, you know, seeing early stuff. And like the, some of the best feedback was like, I am totally using schmear now. Like I'll reference you, but this is just, this has been a term that has been missing in in the technical language, because there is no word to explain the effects of a movement, just just describing the movement as happening without the ground again in, in the vacuum. You know, so much of anatomical speak is in the vacuum. So, mm-hmm. so yes, I don't know. I mean, someone might change a schmear. I don't. I don't know if you'll ever see schmear in a textbook in twenty years, but you'll probably see some reference to it. But I don't. I, schmear is the best word. It really is a- ankle schmear. You have to add the ankle, you know, in front of it because ankle schmear, foot know. schmear. Yeah, I mean schmear. So there's a lot of different parts schmearing. There's yeah, it is good. And and for people to, you can do a little exercise in the book, a little little thing that you can do that you can actually learn how you can change the size and shape of your foot. Yeah, by paying attention to that, and so kind of get walked through that, which is cool. Um, I'm gonna have my husband do that because there's some schmear stuff going on there. Some so schmear. Just, you know, I just want to have him do that part. Can um, I do? Can we do an exercise right now? Was, just because you know what, this is a great, ready? great time. Do it. 
Well, I was super excited because this is an exercise that I've been teaching for years, but has never made it into any blog post or book or anything. So it is, you know, brand new. It's a nice addition for people who've been, you know, who read everything and have taken all the courses. It's not, it's not even in the Institute's course. So it might be new to you, but it's, it's essentially a calf raise. So if everyone just does a calf raise, like you're standing and then you go up on your toes and then you come back down, that's a, a calf raise. But if you pay attention to the way that you're doing the calf raise, in many cases, a calf raise is done by as you lift, as you, your heel comes away from the ground, you actually roll onto the outside of your foot. So if you're up on, on your toes, like I am right now, you're more on the pinky toe side of the foot and the ball of the foot is not pressing into the ground very much. And there's a, a good picture of it in the book. And so you can see that the ankles, they fall away from each other. And then there's also a rotation that's happening at the hip. So even though you're doing, quote, the calf raise, you're not using very much calf to do it. So you're going to make it over by what I call calf elevators, because elevators go straight up and straight down, unless you're on a, a Willy Wonka elevator. But uh, you're going to press the ball of your foot down before you go up into a calf raise. You're going to press the ball of the foot down, lift your toes up, press the ball of the foot down, and kind of come off of the outside edge of your foot. Your outside edge of your foot's still in contact, but it's not, if you had a scale under the outside edge of your foot and the ball of your foot, the outside edge should not show a heavier weight than the ball of the foot. And then you're going to calf raise, pressing the ball of the foot down, keeping your ankle joint stable so that it's a pure up and down motion and doesn't have this kind of sideways fallout or translation of the ankle joint. So do that. The end. That really, that really did make it over. Actually, when I read the book, I was like, huh, she never talked about that before. And then I tried to do it. And boy, sure enough, my ankles fell out to the side. And, yeah. and I was using um, all sorts of parts of my body to get <laughs> that calf raise up. Yeah, you're so, shoving your pelvis out yeah, in front totally, of you. Totally, yeah, totally, totally. And it's something that I just, it's an exercise I've never, I mean, I haven't done since the you know 80s or 90s or whenever I was teaching step aerobics when we used to do those kind of things on the edge of the the steps. So yeah, it was great. It was but it's here's great. It's, and it's really hard now. I mean, making yeah. it over made it very challenging, but now I'm interested. Here's the other thing. You did. You haven't done it since the 80s, like in your step aerobic, you know, do 10 calf raises, but you use that motion every time you take a step. So when you do the calf raise, if your ankles fall out, then your ankles are falling out with every step that you're taking. So this was a, it's a way of showing you how you move all the time in a really kind of concentrated you know, alignment to laboratory. So as you get stronger throughout the breadth of your calf muscles, as you recruit them more uniformly, that will translate to how you are walking, to how your calves are able, and your foot, it's really the motion of the foot. You're really using a lot more intrinsic foot musculature while you're using your extrinsic foot musculature. Both of those are explained in the book. Okay. But maybe you could just... No, I'm not. I will. I refuse. You have to. No. <laughs> yes, I will. Intrinsic muscles are those within the foot. Intrinsic foot muscles are those muscles that begin and end within the foot. Extrinsic foot muscles have one attachment in the foot and one outside of the foot. So your calves are extrinsic. So when you've been doing your calf raises, you've been doing an, an extrinsic strengthener 
But because you weren't also using your intrinsic muscles, you weren't using as many extrinsic muscles as you thought. So it's just a way of kind of reintegrating your parts back together again. And that's the calf elevator level one. There's a couple other levels that are offered in the book too, because we want to get you out and hiking varied terrain in a way that uses all of your lower leg muscles evenly and stabilizes your knee and your ankle. So there you go. Super, super interesting. Wow. See, now I have to do that all the time. I'm doing it right now, everybody. Calf elevator. Yeah. Real slow, steady. And at 33 joints in the foot, I know this from all your other stuff and anatomy, but that's a lot. That's a lot going on down there to be just... Thank you for noticing. Well, (laughs) just a lot of joints to be slapped in, you know, a leather mitten. I mean, that's there's a lot of articulation. And I just think this is going to be educational on so many levels for people. Well, at least hopefully on ground level first. Yeah. And one of the neatest parts about the book is that everything, all the exercises and the stretches can use household items. That's my my thing, you know? You you are a problem solver and a pretty practical person, but that's just appreciated. So know that, you know, this book, you get this book and you don't have to sling yourself into debt for buying a bunch of equipment. It's really simple. You know, you have towels and pillows and tennis balls and stacks of books and and stacks of books and phone books so you know don't don't recycle those phone books yet i know they show up on your doorstep three times a week but don't do it yet because you need those lateral hip strength that's right right that's right well hopefully we're going to talk about this more in subsequent shows because it's it's a fun book and it's a useful book yeah, I think that um, you know, there's enough people who have it now. It'd be fun to do a show answering specific Q and A from people who've read the book. You know, clarifying and and just getting commentary. So maybe we can do that Ooh, next. The Q and A is fun. I like that. Q and A is is easy. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you even talk about kids' feet in. There's a in lot of kids. There's kids a lot shoes. of kids' shoes. Yeah, the heel thing that freaked me out. Can I read my favorite section? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All you listening, but my favorite sections in the book were all of all of the kids' stuff. Um, w sitting, mm-hmm. toe walking, and in heeled children's shoes. They're actually sidebars. They're three like small subsections within the book that just talk about this thought all the way through and and present the details of each one of those. And I think that, I think that parents will find a lot of value in the book, even though it's not a book about, it's a book about feet, human feet, kids, adults. But I just find that those sections are what I get a lot of questions on, you know, the W sitting, the famous W sitting picture Mm -hmm. of my niece. And, but within the context of a foot book, it just made a lot of sense because we don't think of W sitting as something that goes on eventually to become a turnout maker, right? So if you're going, I have a turnout problem as an adult and you're trying to fix it by doing these corrective exercises, but then you see your children W sitting, you might not put the two and two together that maybe your turnout rose, arose, risen up. Like I'm like verbally just having lots of problems. It, it can be brought about, (laughs) it can be exacerbated by that way of sitting. So just these little things, you know, let's look at 
three little things of how much texture are your kids exposed to and and yeah. what does what does a texture input do to the gait cycle for kids that was and very I, interesting that was it awesome was. yeah that was a last minute ad because um i just had read this newest research that had come out i'm like this is fascinating this needs to be in a book for other people to read about. And I just knew that as this piece of literature, no one would ever read it. Like it just would get buried. And so I was like, I'm going to make a whole sidebar about that. Cause I think it's important. And I think it's, again, it's a question I'm on toe walking that I get all the time. It's like, well, let me throw this at you. And then you, now you've got something else to read and investigate and other solutions to try at home. So, so yes, whole body barefoot solution. I love it. I'm That's so good. excited. Yeah. And the cover. And I love the cover. I think that this is the most beautiful book yet. What well, do you think? It's first of all, uh, you're on the cover. I am, and you're. And in a, I didn't you're mean that. A, I didn't no, mean no, that. No, 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 no. But I'm just describing it because people don't know. This is like there's no video, right? So they don't know. You got a tree that you're in, so you've clearly climbed up in there and are kind of hanging out in this tree in your awesome unshoes. Those are unshoes, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're cool. That it, photo was a. This is a spontane. This was just a picture snapped of me while I was about to jump out of a tree. Yeah. You so, look like you're gonna. Yeah. I just not, it's not like a posed photo. So I, I just love it. But I meant like, I like the, I liked not my picture on the book, just the cover, the cover it's, it's dirt and it's trees and it's green. And I've got my favorite unshoes on and there's some of and, Jillian's art on the front, right? The actually, foot. no, she didn't do that. Who did the, a, oh, really? Oh, the, wow. The graphic designer laid this oh, all out. The and there's this cool. cool, like, little technical grid. If you look at, up close, there's, mm-hmm. like, like I don't know what it is, but it's all about, like, body parts and communication. And I love I love uh, Jofi, who does all of our graphic arts and stuff. And then on the back, there's this trail that's got covered in rocks and dirt. And then, of course, the colors, like the green and the blue and the brown. Going, I was going for a masculine kind of balance to the last pink and black and high heeled cover, you yeah. know, for the footprint. So I feel like we've got nice bookends. Yeah, here. it's it's very cool. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of um, men that are quoted in the book about their own, mm-hmm. you know, barefoot yeah. transitioning experiences. So your husband included is in I here. I know. Submitted a comment. I know. Are you going to get him to autograph your book? Yeah, I am actually. If he forgives me for telling people he has ankle schmear on on the <laughs> the podcast, which he's a pretty good guy, so he probably will. Well, didn't you like did I? I want to say something about the ball show, but I just don't think I will. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Okay, I won't. I won't. Okay, folks, and that's our show for today. <laughs> thanks for thanks for tuning in. And Katie says no, that is the show for the day. But we'll talk about the book more um, and just feet more in general. Feet. Yeah, we got to talk more about feet because you know, like you said, start with your feet. Mm. Um, and I, I just have to say too, it's kind of cute how. You dedicated this book to your feet. Are you going to read the dedication? I'll read the dedication. You please, ready? please do, because I think that people want to hear that Demi Moore voice more. So go for it. <laughs> Actually, Demi Moore recorded my audiobook dedication, and it goes something like this. For my feet, who have literally supported me through thick and thin and ups and downs and have gotten me to where I am today. Thank, Thank goodness for them. So it's a great book. April 1st. We'll talk about it more. All right. Thank you for your time today. All right. I'm going to go out and take a walk. Go out and take those feet for a walk. Yeah. They're going to take me. They're going to take me. That's right. All right. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye, Daddy. Thanks for listening. 
For more information, visit Katie Bowman's edutaining blog, katiesays.com. For books, online classes, downloads, and continuing educational courses with Katie, visit the Restorative Exercise Institute at restorativeexercise.com. You can learn more about Danny Hammett at moveyourbodybetter.com.